football. Welcome into How Seymour Sees It, a fantasy football podcast. I am your host, Ron Seymour, joined today by Joseph McCann. How you doing, buddy? Oh, the OGs are in town. Let's get this caffeinated hype train on the road. Oh, roll. boy. Well, what's funny is you're loaded up with caffeine, and I'm actually in a process of eliminating all of my normal caffeine intake. I, I plan on drinking a lot of caffeine throughout this episode because I'm going to need it to get through. <laughs> all right. I love that. High energy. High energy, Joe. Yeah. And not only that, I, I have to do a shout-out to someone this week that's not on the show, specifically that uh, called me out for not doing a lot of episodes lately. <laughs> JJ, who hasn't been on in, I believe, eight days. Oh, yeah, he's busy. He's got house stuff to do. He's got to work. Don't want to hear it, man. I've been on the whole week, and I really enjoyed being your waiver wire thief this week, getting uh, Jared Goff in front of you when you were looking at that sweet lineup <laughs> with the Seahawks this week. <laughs> and it really stings that I'm getting... Brandon Cooks back too, who I also stole from you from off the waiver wire. So maybe see you in a few weeks in the playoffs. I'll play both of them. <laughs> oh boy, can't wait for playoff time. Oh man. Oh, I think I think with that competition, I could probably go over the uh, point totals for the week now too. Correct? Yes, we can. Go ahead for it. I know you didn't want to go over it Monday, but I'm ready to go over it because I I think someone needs to share the belt with JJ because that's something else we're competing on too. All right, go ahead. All right, folks. So with our confidence points for the week for fantasy football and totals added up now, we have Ron Seymour at 703.5 in fourth place. Don't forget that point five. We have Ryan Warner. That's right. Ryan Warner at 705. And then a tie for first place with me at 762 with a few bad weeks and somehow still getting the lead. And JJ at 762 because he's been sleeping on the picks and not studying up. <laughs> We'll see if that'll change. <laughs> uh, I know one thing that will change this week. I will jump in front of Ryan, and I will not be in last anymore. And then I will just... Especially with that point five. Yeah, with that point five. Whew. I'm coming for everybody <laughs> with that point five. Yeah, we'll see, You man. can't stop the point five. <laughs> the hype train is on That's the road. right. Um, <laughs> all right, so oh. you want to do just a few little news items? It's real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can start one if you want. Maybe you can go down a few that you think are good. All right, so uh, something interesting this week is uh, Christian McCaffrey has been dabbling with the uh, thought that he might play, he won't play, he won't, he might play, he won't. Um, he is now on doubtful. There's a real chance he's not going to play, regardless of uh, sources we were saying yesterday that he had a realistic chance of playing. Uh, I would look to bench him and consider. Uh, picking up Mike Davis. His, Mike Davis is back up if he's still available in your lease. Probably not because we are past waivers. So if you did not jump on that, too bad for you. Well, not only that, but the Mike Davis owner probably still has him on their roster. Because That didn't happen in our league, dude, so it might be in some. Oh, really? Someone dropped him in our league? I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, no, he was actually a pickup this week. I don't know who got him. I imagine it was someone first in our waiver order. Yeah. Waiver wire order pickup. All right, what else you got for news? A uh, couple notable returns this week. Nick Chubb will probably be back. Miles Sanders will probably be back. And Alan Lazard will probably be back. All right, something interesting with Chubb, too. I mean, he's going to have an incredible matchup against the Texans this week, too. Um, they have the 31st-ranked defense against the run. Um, I think him and Kareem Hunter both just lock it down starts this week. 
Kareem Hunt uh, was actually more productive when he was in the lineup. So, I mean, you know, play both of them and don't even think about it. Um, Lazard, I think, is a very sneaky option this week. Um, you can probably pick him off waivers if you haven't. Um, he may be someone you can get on the second round of waivers. Uh, he had a very good first three weeks with the Packers. That offense is, is supporting enough offense to have a decent second wide receiver for fantasy. He's also a good play in DFS at the price of 4000 so he's just great for fantasy all around this week if he plays. So keep that eyeing into Sunday. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I, what other player did you mention? Uh, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, Miles Sanders. Oh, the beast returns. Yeah, huh? he's back, and uh, when he was in there, he had like an 80% work share for that running field. Running back room. That running That running. That field. running field in the backness. <laughs> For the Philadelphia no, you're Eagles. Already, you're already doing it. I told you I was a tired one. I just, words are hard. <laughs> you're losing them behind your head like your Yeah, thoughts. they're just, everything's <laughs> flying around. Oh, All the God. amazing football knowledge I have in my brain starts colliding <laughs> with each other, and it spews mm. out in just the most awful way out of my mouth. Is that, oh, does that make me sound great. better or worse? <laughs> I think we should just move on from that. Moving on! <laughs> All right, so with some other news, too, uh, Chris Carson is a 50-50 shot to play this weekend. They said he is ahead of Carlos Hyde in his recovery right now, so that's something to monitor with DJ Dallas and Homer on the roster. Um, personally, I think DJ Dallas is a better play this week considering the lineups, but we will see. Um, and Cooper Cup was limited on Wednesday practice with a wrist and oblique injury, um, and they're going into a monstrous matchup this week against the Seattle Seahawks, so that might actually be good for the guy on the other side. The guy on the other side. All right, any other news? I think that's about it. We'll probably think of Is that all you- we'll probably think of more once we dive into the once we dive into the games here. Cause- you think the Blas train continues this week? I just you're not even gonna you're not even gonna dignify that one. I just well, he got put back on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And they haven't actually called him back up yet, to my knowledge. To be fair, though, they do that at the weekend. They're not gonna end up doing I that know. on Saturday. So, and the thing just keep that. But in my mind. thing is, like, if he was going to be a big part of your offense, wouldn't you want him to, you know, practice? No. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I think, I mean... He's just so good. from the practice Kalen Blige is just so good that they're like... it's Dude, it's not that he's not practicing. He's on the... Yeah, but he's not practicing with the ones. It's got practice in the... Yeah, but he's not practicing with the ones. He didn't need to. Justin Jackson was out last week, and he was just plug and play. And they're just like, oh, sorry. Well, Justin Jackson might be out again this week. Yeah, well, Joshua Kelly is, like, they're stuck in the mud, number two. Like, he's like, all right, it, my, it's my week to be the number one. They're like, nope, sorry, you're remaining the number two. You you stay there. We've got Kalen Balage From the Jets. <laughs> from the Adam Gase. We got him away from Adam Gase, and now he's a superstar. God, so, I mean, if you're about. in desperate, yeah. So, if you're in desperate straits for running backs this weekend, um, he may be someone to watch as a plug-and-play, and I never thought I would say I that will again. not say that. I won't. I refuse. <laughs> you, 
I refuse. I refuse to suggest to any of our three listeners to play that man. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Shout out to those listeners. Shout out to those listeners. You know who you are because I don't. Um, All right, one more thing. One more thing before we move on to what? <laughs> do you think Kenyon Drake will play this weekend? Because they're talking about him. He was actually limited in practice. I think if he does play, they will. It'll be a painful timeshare to where. Are you saying the other guy's not going to be productive? Chase Edmonds? I honestly think yes. if Kendrick Drake comes back this week, that Edmonds will have more carries, but Drake mm-hmm. is going to get in there and ruin his ceiling. Sounds like a bad time. Doesn't sound like a good time, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I, I honestly don't know if that's the case, though. I mean, I think if they bring him in, he'll be the number two back, believe it or not, and Edmonds has got a good chance to go off because he's going against the Buffalo Bills, which is expected to be a high-scoring game. I think the opportunities will be there for Edmonds, regardless if he plays or not. It's possible, but there's also the possibility that if he's back, that Kenyon Drake walks right back into being the number one on that team, and Edmonds goes back to his role, which wasn't much. Disgusting, considering how well Edmonds has played. It's true, but I guess that's just the way it goes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, let's get into our Week 10 game picks. Uh, we're going to do these, and then we'll do our DFS lightning round. It would be nice if we had some uh, more guys to help us with this, but, you know, it just seems... Do we really need them, though? Tonight. I mean, we no, are, okay. we I are guess, the... T- I guess they're getting the best... That's what I was going to say. We are the best, too. I mean... Yeah. Although the OGs I here. would say that regardless of which two were on the podcast. So Oh no, you would just have to talk trash while the other ones are right, yeah. because they're not here to That's what you stuff. do. I mean I was off being <laughs> Carmen San Diego like a few weeks ago, so Dude, you are the Carmen San Diego. Ron Gronkowski, Ron Gronkowski among other names. At least I'm not Ryan Quan Warkley or whatever. Oh, Raekwon Warkley. Raekwon Warkley. Oh, All right. Oh, that name hasn't been brought up. I know. Long. I brought it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Let's move on. We'll get into our week 10 game picks. Uh, we'll start with tonight's game, which if you're listening to this before the game, which you probably won't because I'm not that quick with uploading it. It'll probably be 10 minutes up before the game. So doubtful. that's being generous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's skate right over this one then. No, we gotta know. We gotta. I mean, it's Indianapolis versus Tennessee. It's actually one of the better matchups of the weekend. You believe in T.Y. Hill? No, <laughs> I don't either. Again, why? I, that's exactly why we can skate over the Indianapolis Colts. There's not much there. But there's a chance they win. The, uh, yeah, there's a chance they're gonna win, and we're gonna do it for our picks. But what fantasy relevance of the Colts have? I didn't. I mean, Tennessee's got a lot more relevance. I picked Tennessee with confidence points of six on this one. Obviously, you're starting Tannehill. Obviously, you're starting the beast at wide receiver, A.J. Brown, and the beast mm-hmm. they have at running back in Derrick Henry. Um, What about... Ah, what's their other wide receiver's name? Don't look at me. I don't draft Colts receivers. Not the Colts, the Titans. <laughs> uh, it's not... I keep wanting to say Curtis Samuel. That's not right. That's... No, that's what the I know. Is, dude. Oh, what's his name? Uh, it's killing right. me. Why do I do this to myself? 
Sorry, you can skate right Anyways, right back the here. other wide receiver that actually has been playing well other than this past week where he Davis. goosed. Corey, Corey Davis, Davis, that's it. Okay, we're back on track. All right, Corey Davis, uh, other than this last week when he goosed you, he's been playing really well. And the only reason he yep. really goosed this past week is because Ryan Tannehill only completed 10 passes. Yep. Let me give you an update on Corey Davis, though, and it's something that's kind of not so well. Um, one of his relatives, I guess, died today oh. or yesterday. Yeah, so that's something to watch going into this weekend. He may not even play. If he plays, um, though, I feel like they're going to have to throw the ball more in this one. Indianapolis has a really good mm-hmm. run defense. I mean, they're not going to completely shut down Derrick Henry because he'll yeah. stiff-arm the defensive tackle into oblivion. But... They are going to have to throw the ball more, so Corey Davis may be a sneaky play. Uh, I know I threw him in some DFS lineups, so I might have to check that before game time. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, if he doesn't play, all respect to the world, and you know, yeah. all love to his family in that hard time. But if he does, he may play with his heart on his sleeve. Oh, yeah. Maybe a big week yeah. for him. And I really hope it is. Like, a, there's no one else I'm rooting for more this week with that kind of news, especially yeah. considering the weeks. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about these Indianapolis running backs? Who would you start? I am starting Jonathan Taylor. You don't feel any good, good about Naheem Himes? <laughs> Naheem Himes is the passing. My thing is, and we've discussed this on previous podcasts, give Jonathan Taylor the yeah. ball. Dude is All a right, beast so, of a man. Mm-hmm. And you know the reason why they're not doing this is Jonathan Taylor had fumbling issues in college, yeah, and, then he, and they're yeah. trying to fix those issues. I don't think he fixed them by benching him and not giving him the ball, though. <laughs> I just don't. At least the Giants didn't do it with way. Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber had no, fumbling they issues. They worked with him. They got him fixed. Speaking of OGs, you're really going back there. I know, right? Um, Thought, didn't know this was 2005. But the thing wow. is, he had fumbling issues. He got him taken care of, and then he was one of the better running backs in the league. In his prime. Agreed. So, you get Jonathan Taylor the touches, you work through his fumbles, and you win games. That's just how it works. I remember drafting Tiki Barber when I was like 13. That being said, (laughs) it's hard to play any of these running backs because you don't know who it's going to be. True. All right. Um, It is a good matchup for the Colts tight ends tonight, though. Uh, Which one you play? I have no idea. So I would stay away from it. Uh, I think but, the smart play is Trey Burton, uh, but thought that last week too, and he didn't do anything. The targets were there, but he didn't do anything. Moali Cox may steal red zone because mm-hmm. he's just a mountain of a man. He's not a mountain man. He's a mountain of a man. Yeah. Speaking of mountain of men, I uh, picked the Tennessee Titans for five because of Derrick Henry. And nothing more. Nothing more needs to be said about it. Um, I understand Indy's got a pretty decent run defense. But, but he's going to stiff arm, he'll stiff arm them into oblivion. Yeah, sorry. Um, as on another show, I believe it's the Fantasy Football Podcasters, the Yeti's about to be released because Derrick Henry plays good. You just called them the Fantasy um, Football Podcasters. Fantasy Football Podcasters. They're, fan- they're the Fantasy Footballers. Yeah, this is why we. This is them. why we can't get any sponsors because you mess up other people's podcast names. You couldn't even remember Corey Davis's name. <laughs> How dare you call me out on something so true? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. All right. On to our moving next on. Game. 
We got Houston at Cleveland. I picked Cleveland with a confidence point of five because this game is supposed to be a lot of wind, a lot of weather, which makes it a running game. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb coming back. They've got Kareem Hunt. Uh, on the other side for Houston, David Johnson may not play, leaving them with Duke Johnson. So I took the better of the two running back groups in a super yep. weathery game. Let me keep this in mind too. If David Johnson doesn't play, this is a revenge game for Duke Johnson who used to play for Cleveland. Who's going to get a lot of carries in this game because it's going to be windy. The running games are going to have good potential in this, and even though Deshaun Watson may not have a lot of passes because of the wind, he can use his yes. legs too. Truth. I think he's still a decent option, a much better option than the guy on the other side. Um, I think this is a game where, depending on how bad the weather is, receivers could have an okay game, but if the wind starts kicking up to 30, 40 miles an hour, it, it may be hard for them. What you're really uh, looking for are people that can run good slant routes and possibly take those to the house. Jarvis Landry. Oh, it sounds like Cook. Brandon, I was going to bring up Brandon Cooks and Jarvis Landry. Those guys can, like, Will Fuller is more of your deep threat type guy. Mm-hmm. It might be harder to hit him this week. Brandon Cooks. My gut tells me I'd steer, my gut tells me I'd steer clear of Higgins in this game, too. Yep. I, I'm... I think the only wide receivers that have a chance of doing anything would be Brandon Cooks because he could take that short screen or slant to the house. Same with Jarvis mm-hmm. Landry. Uh, your tight end. Let me list another one that's not even a wide receiver. Kareem Hunt can do that Kareem too. Kareem Hunt, yep. So keep that yep. in mind too. Uh, Austin Hooper. And that's yeah, another I'm reason I think that I, I think that Cleveland wins this game is they've got more weapons suitable for this type of game. Like if for all the points that we've said too, that's why I've got Cleveland winning this at a confidence rating at twelve. Oh, you were oh you went twelve with it. Oh, you were up there, dude. I th- I think they're gonna confident. I think they're gonna very comfortable. Oh, all right, game. very nice, very nice. Uh, and we already kind of went over who we thought would be good for fantasy because um, we we did that. Uh, so let's go ahead and we'll move right on to the next game. We got the DC Sprinkles at the Detroit. For any listeners that are new, that is the old Washington football team. Right. Um, we renamed them, and as soon as appropriately, too. as soon as Dan Snyder gets back to us, maybe he'll uh, we can convince him. We'll let him use the name. We are okay with it. And they could get and some. Jeremy Sprinkles will get royalties. Right. And obviously. we can, uh, they can make a nice new uniform that's got like a Sunday with sprinkles mm-hmm. being poured on top. And it would just be. Have you ever seen a uniform with eight colors? Oh. I haven't. You will. <laughs> if Dan Snyder was smart enough to listen to this podcast and be like, DC Sprinkles, that's a great name. And what's more delicious than a Sunday? Come on. A banana split. <laughs> a banana split. Oh my god! I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm gonna kindly disagree with you because why would you ruin ice cream with that? But okay. Anyway, what is Ru- no, no, no. We're not glossing over that. Would it be oh, ruin sure it Ru- with a banana and pineapples, dude? What is wrong? Have with you, you never had you a banana? Throw- Have you never had a banana? Split? I've had a banana split, but you don't throw that with ice cream, dude. Like it's just not right. Oh, it's so right. It is so right. 
No, dude, you throw something chocolate in the middle of it, like a brownie or some apple you pie. Have you have chocolate ice cream. Who cares? Oh, my goodness. You are... Death by chocolate, baby. Your life has not been changed the way my... You haven't lived a life because apparently you're still stuck in banana. Oh, no. Like your score in picks every week. That's rude. <laughs> I have point five. <laughs> I'm so happy you have point five. I hope you don't get another ties. So I me too. Um, watch that'll happen this week, and I'll just be <laughs> destroyed. I won't even no. want to do picks anymore. That's so sad. No, we're not doing. <laughs> you're you're going to do All picks right. every week. DC sprinkles at Detroit. I uh, picked Detroit to win this game with a confidence point of four. Um, I just don't think the D.C. Sprinkles can do it. I think Detroit will come out. Matt Stafford will sling this ball around. And mm-hmm. will win this game. Not easily. I think the D.C. Sprinkles put up a little bit of a fight, but I think they do win. All right. So in this game, I've got Detroit winning with a confidence rating of four. Um I think McKissick is a good player for fantasy this week, um, simply because their rookie from Memphis is out. So, and I mean Detroit's not great against a run either. Um, I think Detroit's going to kind of really have to grind this out. It's going to be a pretty close game because the DC Sprinkles have a good defense, um, but Alex Smith is a shell of himself. So, what rookie from Memphis is out? Gibson. I believe he's going to be out. Um, I could. Be I wrong. think he's been limited at practice. I don't think... Uh, there's a strong possibility he's not going to play from when I was uh, here. I'll have to keep an eye on that. Maybe you'll have to update us on that because maybe I'm in the dark on it. Last I knew, uh, it was not anything... Nothing was confirmed yet, but I thought he was limited in most practices. <laughs> I think... I definitely have him on a few teams, so... Actually, he has no in- injury designation right now. Oh, I guess not, so I guess McKissick isn't as good of a play. Practice in full Thursday. Okay, so he's definitely playing this weekend yep. then. So ignore everything. Ignore just- everything about all of that. <laughs> um, but McKissick will still be in play because of uh, he is the passing down back for Washington. <gasps> Sorry for DC sprinkles. Um, oh, why would you? Do I that know. Here? I <sighs> disgusting. I did that last week and you called me out. You should get a timeout for that. But we yeah, we can. Guys, so we I do not have the people timeout. for a timeout. Um, <laughs> Just, just wait for it though. If we had three, I would have yeah, given you a timeout there. So I would have given myself a. You timeout. have a you have a timeout on reserve. Okay, I got. I'm going to use it when we have. I got it. I'm going to call it anytime I want. Reserve timeout. Okay. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. All right. Ridiculous. Let's talk about people to play in this game. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson could be a good play. Well, yeah. Uh, D.C. Sprinkles. I almost said it again. Are one of the worst against tight ends. He's almost a slam top two or three player this week because a lot of the best tight ends, which is really only one, let's be honest yeah. here, this season um, is not playing. So, you know, reading the tea leaves of tight end this offseason has been horrible. I can't seem to do it any week. So I don't know what to tell you there. Um, you know, take your best picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Although I am starting... Uh, uh, who is a tight end from the Reds? Uh, from the DC Sprinkles? Oh, I didn't. You do it. almost I didn't went do it. super bad on that one. Oh, yeah, I didn't do it though. 
It's still, you know, it still just doesn't roll off the tongue yet. We're getting Logan Thomas. Yeah, I am streaming Logan Thomas this week because Detroit doesn't have a great defense. Um, Honestly, because JJ stole Graham for me, who I was going to go back to, but uh, it's all right. I got Jared Goff, which is going to win me a game this week. Um, So I think he's a pretty decent play. How do you feel about these wide receivers for the Lions? (sighs) Honestly, not great. And that's weird because I think they're going to win. But I just don't know who's going to win them the game. So you're not feeling so good then, huh? I think Marvin Jones is probably your best bet. He's highly touchdown dependent. So. Yeah, he's so boomer bust, so man. I I just don't feel great about him. Right. It's probably going to be Hawkinson that wins them the game is what I'm predicting. Yeah. The rut- Ryan was big. Ryan was big on the other Lions receiver too. I can't even the names escape me. He used to play for the Patriots. Isn't it a weird long? Oh, uh, Amendola. Yeah, Amendola had a decent week last year, and he might be a good late DFS if you use all your money up. But man, I don't feel he's going to play that well for fantasy this week. I mean, they they have a pretty good front seven. I think they're going to be getting to Stafford. I don't think he's going to be. Well, a I think that's why I think that's why game. he thinks because Amendola is the slot guy, so he's thinking. Stafford's going to have to dump it off real quick. And Amendola, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very possible Amendola could finish the game with 10 receptions. So if you're in a PPR, you're guaranteed 10 points. I mean, that's possible. Yeah, so he'd be a better play in PPR. Right. But I just feel for, like, DraftKings purposes that if Lazard plays, he's a much better option just for the reason that Aaron Rodgers can carry that offense with two wide receivers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll talk about that in one of my lineups later when I pick which one of the four I'm going to tell over the year. Okay. Uh, for Washington, you're going to want to start Terry McLaurin. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to roll with Alex Smith right yet. No, I wouldn't. No way. Detroit. He's a show. Of we've already kind of talked about Detroit. What about Detroit's backfield? Do you want to trust any of these guys? Stay away. Don't play a Detroit running back yeah. ever. There's a reason why they're cancerous and you stay away from them. I agree. All right, moving on to our next game. It's Jacksonville at Green Bay. I picked Green Bay to win with a 14th com- 14 confidence points. This is my full confidence. If uh, no one else has really stopped them yet, then I don't believe the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to stop them. After that matchup against the 49ers last week where Rodgers went for four touchdowns, man. I mean, look, you've got Devontae Adams, who's just going to go absolutely crazy in this game. I've got there with a confidence rating of 14. There is a few streamers, I think, that are pretty available in this game. Um, I mean, I think Jacksonville could score a lot of points in this game, only for the reason they could be playing from behind, so garbage time is going to be big for mm-hmm. them. Um, they're going to look to run the ball, so Robinson is going to be a good option this week, too. Um, for Green Bay, uh, if Lazard comes back, I think he's a pretty sneaky option if he's on your waivers still. Probably not at this point. Um, and Devontae Adams is great. Um Toyin could be okay at tight end, but there's a lot of options now at wide receivers, so he's more of a deeper option. Um, and as for Jacksonville quarterback, I don't think I would play him yet. Luton free? Yes. The glutton. The glutton. Uh, yeah, definitely showed that he could support DJ Chark, though. Um, yeah, DJ Chark's back. You're definitely going to play James Robinson. You kind of have to right at this point. He's been solid all year. Um, I will say this about DJ Chark. It will probably come towards the end of the game in garbage time. 
good, good, good garbage yeah, time. Don't don't think that's your next sound. You need a I garbage need a gar- man getting hit. Yeah, I uh, don't expect him to be tearing it up all game, but once they relax coverage towards the end, he could he could save his fantasy day at that point. You better hit the lightning bolt to me when we get to D. I've got it's all it's all queued up, bud. It's all queued up. <laughs> um, uh, with Green Bay, obviously, you start Aaron Rodgers, you start Devonte Adams, you start Aaron Jones, and like you said, you can take a flyer on Alan Lazard. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, I think, I think Scandling is not playable unless Lazard is out. If he is in, he is playable regardless of the two touchdowns last week. He's very touchdown dependent yeah. because he has got butter hands. Um, so it just is what it is, guys. Butter hands are his Lazard feet. plays. Yeah, no kidding. Bench him if Lazard is out. I mean, in. And if Lazard doesn't play, he's okay to play. I don't even think he's okay to play if Lazard's out. Butter, butter, butter. Yeah. He's too, like you said, touchdown dependent. Rodgers would much rather would much rather throw it to Devontae Adams. The entire there time. There you go. Spit it out there, boy. That was that exactly. was a rough one. Can we take a break? I need to breathe. That was. Yeah, no. Sorry, no breaks <laughs> right. on this one. We need to get this. All episode. right, moving on. <laughs> All right, Philadelphia. Next Philadelphia game. at New York Giants. I bet you can't guess who I picked. Mm, yeah, Giants. I did with a confidence point of three. Look, we all oh, real confident. we almost beat the Eagles last time we played. I get the Eagles have more of their weapons back now. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that Carson Wentz really hasn't been playing that well overall. What are you, uh, again, when he hits, he hits when he doesn't, he's a ghost, dude. 13th most fantasy points no, this I year. I already brought this up on our Monday I show. know. You were shocked by I it. You just started paying know. attention to it because no. you didn't even know I about it. I know. But what I'm saying is the Giants' defense is underrated. Mm-hmm. There is a chance. And like I said, we already almost beat them even with... Carson Wentz having a good fantasy day that week. We mm. almost beat them. I think that our defense is a little bit more improved. I know this was only a few weeks ago that we played them. But our mm. defense is gelling more as a team. Our offense line has looked slightly improved. Someone's eating that Homer banana split. Yep. Um. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that there's a chance they could lose. But get this. Now, what's the what's the Eagles' record right now? Like three losing record. Three, three and five. Three and five, maybe three and six. Well, they have a one because they tied. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the yeah. tie. So I think they're like three. That's how you got your point. I five. think they're three, five, and one at the moment. And the Giants are mm-hmm. two and six, two and seven, two and seven, along with the Redskins, right? But if the Giants win this, we are like. Right there, close to first place in the division. Isn't it amazing you're like <laughs> just throw th- one spot out of a it's, playoff spot it's, in four or five weeks and then losing a game, you're in the top it's, ten? It's week, it's week ten, <laughs> right? It's week ten. And the Giants... And playoffs or top ten The pick. Giants are two and, two and eight, or two and seven, I mean. And we are like barely a game... Out of first place for the division. You know what the sad thing is? Is this happened last year, too. You guys were barely out of it, and you were in the same Yeah, place but last year. last year, we were much more out of it. Like, it was still a chance, but it wasn't like, oh, all we have to do is beat the Eagles, and then we're, oh like, right there. I don't know if we'd actually be 
first place because the Eagles would technically have less losses because of their tie. Oh my god. But <laughs> this, anyway, more on to that's the Garbage Man Bowl game. Yeah, this is the NFC, so, so we won't spend too much time on this, but Actually I'm gonna spend a little bit more. I was time gonna say on there right is a lot of stuff on the Eagles that needs to be discussed. Jalen Rager had a good game last Wait, week. Hold on. I think he's ready. Let's get this out of the way real quick. The only real person you want to start Two. The only real two people that are considered startable to me for the Giants are Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. Yeah, well, that's obvious. It's the only two you got. Right, right but now. that's that's I want. We now we got that you out of the way. Dandy Fumble, now we so. can go right to the Eagles. So go ahead with your, <laughs> which has a seem to have a lot more on that right. side. Jalen Rager is the next breakout wide receiver at, as in this amazing rookie year. He had a good game last week. He's going to be playing that number one role regardless of Alshon Jeffries brought, coming back potentially this week or next week. They drafted him to be the number one. I understand there's another guy that broke out this year on the roster. I always Travis Fulgham. Like never, yeah, Fulgham. I understand he's their number one, but Rager they brought in to be the number one. They're both playable, both of those guys, regardless if Jeffries comes back or not because he's not going to be the same, I don't believe. And Miles Sanders is... Back this week, Yes. Too. Yep, Miles Sanders is back. Plug and play? Yes, plug and play. The Giants... And I think Carson Wentz... And I think Carson Wentz is, you know, turn the other way when you start him. Yeah. Because it looks ugly, but he's going to get you the point. You points. start him it's with your eyes him. closed. Like, before... I played him one week, and it was actually against the Giants. Or was it against the Giants? Anyway, the week that I played him, it was it was horrible. Um, absolute trash. But... For some reason, he seems to be playing well this year. Uh, they're not winning. the The Giants have it, a very the Giants have a very <laughs> bend don't break type of defense. Yes. So they're not allowing people to score a lot of points on them, but they seem to be letting people get a lot of yardage. So, I guess regardless, I think. I think the star of the game this weekend is Jalen Rager, though, and he's also very cheap in DFS. Another option yes. you can look at. Uh, so how much co- over Daniel? And how Dylan. many confidence points did you put on the Eagles? I've got them winning with a confidence rating of six, just because the NFC East is trash, trash. and you never know who's going to win the game. Trash. Moving on. We need a trash can. All right, next game is Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. I picked Pittsburgh with a confidence point of thirteen. They almost lost against a bad team last week, and they are going to come out proving that that was a fluke. And they're going to make Cincinnati look silly. Oh, is that the yes. case? All right, let me let me paint you a little picture, okay? Oh, I love story time. And I did this. I did this. I did this with yeah. Story time is the best with me because I was right on story time last time I did okay. this. I picked the Cardinals to upset the CLC Hawks yep. a few weeks ago, and I was correct about mm-hmm. it. This is the game where Cincinnati is going to take Pittsburgh to the limit, and they're going to beat them. Pittsburgh is going to lose their first game here. Here's the reason why. Ben Roethlisberger is on COVID-19 protocol right now. He's not going to get to practice this week. They haven't seen Cincinnati, who has a pretty decent offense. I think they can hang with them, and the lack of that is going to make them lose the game. They're coming off a funky game, and I don't think they're going to get back on a roll because of it because they're coming off a weird week. They're going to feel funny going into this game, and Cincinnati is going to do just enough to win. They're going to win something like 28-27. It'll be weird, but they're going to win. There's no way. So with a confidence rating of one, I'm taking the Bengals. There's no way that Pittsburgh defense against the Cincinnati Bengal team that does not going to have Joe Mixon. Giovanni Bernard has been fine there. Yeah. 
What are you talking uh, about? I don't. He's just he, he's not as productive oh. as Mixon, but he's right oh, there. Really? He's a, he's a he's a decent running back one two option. He's right on the border, mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be great there. But he's not going to do anything. Nobody plays great against Pittsburgh. Their wide receivers are. He's going to throw sixty attempts this week. Yeah, I just I don't think he's going to. They they can't. They're coming off a win against the Tennessee okay. Titans. Dude. Who ha- who has one of the best defensive lines in the league? Pittsburgh. Okay, who has one of the worst offensive lines in the league? The Bengals, <laughs> but who had one of the best defensive lines in the league last week? Tennessee, and they still won. De- no, 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 no. Tennessee's you, defense. confidence points. Ten- Tennessee's defensive line is nothing. It's nothing. Their it's their to- secondary that's bad. It's not their D line. Uh, just keep that in mind. The Bengals' d- offensive line is playing. I wish now. you would have put more points on this. I only put one because it's my upset pick, dude. Why would I put more points on it? I need to try to take a lead from JJ, and that's how I'm going to do it. I'm With the, the one Bengals point, the right? <laughs> one. With the one. Uh, All right. So who's fantasy relevant in this game? Uh, everyone on Pittsburgh. Yep. Agreed. And I don't know. I. I who's the who's the better slot wide receiver for Cincinnati? T. Higgins. Is he the slot guy? No, it's Boyd. Oh, then <laughs> I, I believe it's Boyd. I believe Boyd will have the better game. Higgins might be able to break through that secondary and get a good a couple good longer balls to not kill his fantasy day. The Cowboys gave the formula last week, man. They're, I'm telling you, the Bengals are going to take them to the limit. They, they may very well not win this game, but they're going to take them to the limit in this Speaking game. of the Cowboys last week, did you ever look at that kickoff return? Pretty incredible. You did look at it? Did, did you see him fake the hamstring injury? Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that hilarious? Oh. You know, you know what's crazy is other players came out saying that teams practice that kind of stuff all the time, and, <laughs> and they, they just some once in a while get to use oh it. Oh my goodness, that's great! Uh, also, yeah, that Pittsburgh incredible. defense start them; they'll probably have like ten sacks this game. Um, Potentially, <laughs> they probably, um, that's not outside of the- watch for Big Ben though if he gets cleared. Um, I believe they said it was a close contact, so he's probably going to play, but it's going to be with probably a walkthrough on Saturday. Yeah, he's but he doesn't. He's been in the league long enough; he doesn't need any practice. Um, moving on, Tampa Bay at Carolina. I picked Tampa Bay to beat Carolina with a confidence point of 12. I don't think Brady puts up another stinker like he did last week. I think that... You want to paint another story? Go ahead, man. I I totally did it. I've got Carolina winning this game with a confidence rating of 2. Dude, like, you you're know, looking at me with that smirk, but no, I've done this, this all year, and I'm tied for first this now, is, so what does This that is the you? smirk of me almost doing that exact thing. You almost I did almost it. I almost did it. Dude, after watching them get stomped, they are vulnerable. The Carolina Panthers took the Kansas City Chiefs to the limit. They are playing better. They are getting hot. They are getting on a roll. That yeah, but the Carolina Panthers hang with Tampa Yeah, Bay. but the Carolina Panthers also lost the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Chicago Bears. What's your point? I just, I don't see Tom Brady playing as bad as he did. Oh, uh, we'll see. I think Carolina's going to be up to the occasion. All right. Well, if you're right what, in these last what? two games, I have lost 25 points. And if I'm right, you have lost three. 
So, I mean... So, that's telling you. I'm not losing a lot if I right. get these right. And you guys are losing a ton, probably. All right. So, we got, for Tampa Bay, uh, Chris Godwin is a must-start. Which receivers do you start? <laughs> I would only start Chris Godwin. I mean, you kind of have to off their names yeah. just because of where you took them. Where does Brown come in? Well, this here's offense? my because you didn't get to see it last week because of how horrible. Here's my Brady issue. Are getting sacked. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the coach called Tom Brady out for not getting Mike Evans the ball. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Brady's gonna like almost force feed Mike Evans <laughs> to be like there. He got the ball. You happy now? It's going to be 10 targets this week with two catches. <laughs> right. Those two catches will probably be touchdowns, though. Because that's just how probably. Mike Evans rolls. <laughs> Which Carolina receiver is going to be good this week? Curtis Samuel. Third week in a row? Yep. With Christian McCaffrey being out, they love to use Curtis Samuel in the run game, especially on the goal line. I Who's going to have a better game, DJ Moore? Or... Curtis Samuel. Anderson. No, oh. not, no, take it um, Anderson or DJ Moore? Anderson. I don't know. Bridgewater and DJ Moore just do not seem to have that connection. DJ Moore has been getting targeted a lot, but it has not been re- turning into catches. I understand the production hasn't come yet, but he is getting the targets, as you said, and he's had a few big games, so still watch out for that. It could be flip-flop between them because when McCaffrey gets back, Curtis Samuel's production is probably going to go back down at least a little. Right, but that's why I picked Curtis Samuel this week is because McCaffrey is going to be out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually been said yet, but it's been said without being said. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Mike Davis is a start, though, because he plays admirably, admirably with Christian McCaffrey on the bench. Did you get that out of your It mind? was difficult, but I did it. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. I was just going to slide past that one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not like Moving on! Stuff. Stuff Way to like, go. I almost did. Rated R. Denver at Las Vegas. I'm going to let you pick this one first. Oh, I've got Las Vegas running this uh, with a rating of seven for uh, the simple reason. We have Waller! Waller! Who is probably the number two tight end. I week. also have Las Vegas at seven. That's the second time we've um, done the same. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. At least we're not completely copying each other because we are completely different. On the last right, yeah, very different. Anyway, uh, anyway, do you think there's anyone really fantasy relevant outside of uh, Jacobs for the Raiders in Waller? you got to take your shot on either Henry Ruggs or Nelson Aguilar. Flip a coin, though. Exactly. But both of them have big playability, so you've got to take your shot and hope you hit right. And with Denver, the matchup is really good. I am yep. personally starting Drew Locke again in our league. Worked out well for me last week, mm-hmm. even though I didn't get the win because JJ dropped like 180 on me or something like that. <laughs> Welcome back, JJ. The uh, well, It's pretty sad when Drew Locke is the only person on your fantasy team that got you any type of points, too. I got I got hosed. It's not it's it's not JJ's fault that you constructed your roster like I know. that. It's been a decent <laughs> roster. I mean, we were both four and four going into the week, so Yeah, well, just like I told you I was gonna pull ahead this week and I did. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
And who's on pace to make the playoffs? Uh, That's right, me. Jerry Judy's a fine start. Yes. Uh, the Raiders have a pretty bad pass defense. Melvin Gordon and Phil Blitzy. Paint me a picture. Don't like Melvin Gordon. Philip Lindsay's going to play better. Yeah, I think so too, actually. Yeah. But How do you feel about Noah Fantastic? Noah Fantastic will be his name. Fantastic. Yeah. I think so. Solid You think start. he's going to have a fantastic week? I think week. he'll have a fantastic week. Slam it start. All right. Moving on. We've got the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Wrong. What? You forgot to adjust. What do you mean I forgot to adjust? Jets are on a bye week. It's Chargers at Dolphins. It's Chargers at Dolphins? Yes, Jets are on a bye. Chargers, we got the Chargers at Dolphins. Guess what? That's going to be your confidence points then. Pick your winner now. On the spot. I'm still going with Miami. (laughs) Me too. Eight confidence points. That defense is playing at another level right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, You think Justin Herbert gets his though? You know, not I like think you Justin Herbert to digest this game because you thought they were playing the Jets. Yeah, this is really different. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't throw 14 on this one. I'd have to readjust my entire thing, but I'm all right with the eight I have on Miami. Um, Justin Herbert, yeah, I uh, he'll probably get his uh, this defense. Man, is you're starting to sweat now because it's it, it's not Joe Flacco. Yeah, it's, it's a little Justin bit Herbert. different. Not gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot different. Yeah, I'm just going to say Miami conference point of eight. They're just going to go with it, and uh, I'm going to stew in that one all night. So this one was one of my most difficult ones, and I still picked the high confidence right now because they've kind of been rolling. Um, So the Chargers' offense is just incredible up to this point. I think uh, Keenan Allen and I think Mike Williams are both good starts this week, but that Dolphins' defense is just too good, man. Um, I've got the Dolphins winning with a confidence rating at 11, and the reason is is because the Chargers are going across country to visit them, and typically West Coast teams, as we've always said, don't play well down in Miami, crowing across the country, because I don't know if it's they party the night before and come out sluggish, um, but I'm, I think the Dolphins will come away with a win. In a close one, I've got them winning with a confidence rating of 11. All right, yeah, I like it. Who are we starting? You already said well, Allen and Williams. Goes. What about for Miami? You feel good about Brita? No, because they were giving more carries to that other guy. Oh, you're right. The, the guy that I don't know the name yeah, of. Yeah, that guy. Other the guy player. I also don't know the name of. So stay away from the running back position from Miami? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's the easy advice. I mean, if you need to play someone, pay uh, the mystery man maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know what to tell you here. Sorry, yeah. guys. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Um, Buffalo at Arizona. I picked Buffalo with a confidence point of okay. two. Uh, come off a a big win last week against Seattle. Um, I feel like they're going to keep it rolling. So Arizona has definitely been playing well, but they mm-hmm. lost last week to Miami. Miami. So I feel like. The Bills can get this done, and I feel like the and that's your lot. I feel like the Bills have pressure have pressure on them because of Miami to make sure that they lock up this division. And now they realize that okay, 
we better not be slouching. Miami's coming. Because we have a constant, yeah, yeah, we have some competition yeah. behind us now. Two is coming. Right. All right, so in this one, um, I don't think Buffalo gets it done. I think Arizona's going to win this with a confidence rating of three. Buffalo's going across country here. Arizona, I think, matches up very well against them. Um, Buffalo's defense is kind of having a little bit of a down year. Arizona's got good wide receivers. This kind of, I understand, paints the picture with Seattle last week kind of having a similar team and how they play. But this is Buffalo going across country. Remember that. So I think Arizona's going to eke out a very close victory. They're not going to let what Miami did to them get to them this week. Um, Look for Buffalo to let you down. Um, I think applicable players are... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, just all of your players that you were playing before. I, I think even some of the deeper Buffalo receivers um, Cole Beasley, are even playable here. John Brown. Yeah. John Brown, I think it would be, be a very good play this week because he's finally healthy and he was getting a lot of targets this week. So look at him too. And Arizona players, just play them. Uh, the running back situation could be muddled a little bit with, you know, a certain On both teams, guy really. In. Yeah, no kidding. Um, maybe avoid the running back situation. If possible. Um, I think with Arizona's situation, you may have to play them because they're a higher variance of running back to play in fantasy football, but I would avoid the Bills running back situation this week. If you have to play one of the Bills ones, I would choose Zach Moss. He's looked better. Zach Moss. Agreed. All right, moving on. Seattle at LA Rams. I picked Seattle to win this game with a confidence point of nine. Um, they just lost last week at Buffalo. Their offense... Looked bad last week. It really did. I don't know if it was because of the Bills' defense or just something wrong with Seattle, but I think they get back on track and pull out the win against the Rams this week. Division opponent. With my pick, I've got Seattle winning with a confidence rating of 9. I think this is going to be another typical Seattle game where Uh, It's going to be very high scoring, and that's why I think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are good starts this week. There is a horrible secondary back there. Seattle gives up the most fantasy points. I think it's almost 40 to wide receivers. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's incredible. Both are slam plays this week. Um, I mean, it's going to be a very high scoring game, but I think Seattle will eat this out, even though the LA Rams should play very well against them. Look for this to be like something close to 60 points. I think it's going to be very high scoring. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Seattle will get back on track, I think. Yeah. With So with the Convice rating of 9, I've got them winning. Play all your players and watch the running back position for Seattle this week. We don't know if Carson's going to play. Hyde is not expected to play. So keep an eye on Homer and... DJ Dallas. The fourth guy, DJ Dallas. If Chris Carson plays, Homer and DJ Dallas are void. I think if Chris Carson <laughs> plays, that means he's ready and he's going to assume the full workload again assume the position the position (laughs) all right moving on we will go san francisco at new orleans i picked new orleans to win this with a confidence point of 10 san francisco Mm -hmm. still just too hurt missing too many of their players they're playing good i mean they're they're playing tough i'm not saying that new orleans will crush them but new orleans is gonna win debo return this week i don't believe he is I, I don't yeah. believe Debo's back. Um, so that means IU could be in for some work. Raheem then. Mostert wanted to be back, but Kyle Shanahan has already said no. So that leaves the running backs. Listen to a Mostert. He's a genius. Yeah. Um, so I think just New Orleans is able to squeak, get this one 
away from them. I, I think you're right on track here. I've got New Orleans winning with a confidence rating of 13, actually. They're coming off a freaking hot week where everything was rolling for them, and I think that continues into this week. I think it'll be a pretty comfortable win for them. I, 49ers will give them, I think, a little bit of trouble early, but I think New Orleans is way too good right now. Play all your New Orleans starters, you know, your top receiver. Um, I don't think there's much more to say about that. I think Ayuk is a decent start for the 49ers. Um, I don't know how to ever read their running back position, so I'm staying away from that. Kittle is out, so Reed laid a goose egg last week. I would not start Reed again. Um, yeah, so that's what I've got to say about this game. All right, I like it. Uh, you went over all the starts for New Orleans too, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, Baltimore at New England. I picked Baltimore with a confidence point of 11. Uh, New England won last week, but they barely won against the Jets. They almost made me look like a genius. Um, if they can barely beat the Jets' defense, then they're not going to beat Baltimore's defense. It's just not no. going to happen. So I've got Baltimore winning here with a confidence rating of 10. I understand Baltimore's not playing like last year's team, but man, New England is... They're, they're trying to get the wins, but this is Bill Belichick's low rebuilding year. He even said it in a in recent interview that, hey, man, we had no money this year. We could barely pay Cam Newton minimum. Yeah. Um, they're missing five starters on defense again, and I think the Baltimore Ravens are just straight up too talented. I think J.K. Dobbins, regardless of what happened last week, is still a pretty good flex yeah. play, at least at the running yeah. back position. Um, you know, that offense sucks. I hope you don't have any receivers in that game. Um, yeah, I just... I believe there's one wide one wide receiver for New England. I, he escapes my name, too, because he's not an original starter. He got picked up on waivers for us this week, too. Oh, the guy that had, like, ten catches last week? Yeah, he had a lot of targets last week, and he had pre- previous game before that, too. I remember too. his name, his and now I can't think of it. Yeah, no. Irrelevant. You not all know one of our teams. Is. Yeah, you all You know. all know. You can't rely on us for everything. Go do some research. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Are we moving on? <laughs> oh, I think moving we're moving on. on. Last, game, last game of the week, the Monday night game, Minnesota at Chicago. In typical fashion, I picked Chicago with the confidence point of one. Just, just to give JJ that just win. Just to see if they lose. Because that's generally <laughs> what happens. I pick them, they lose. And uh, that's what I keep trying. How could you even pick them? H- have you seen to make them lose. what Delvin Cook's been doing? Yeah, to make them lose. So your points mean nothing to you, I guess. Not my one-pointer. <laughs> All what? right, I've got, them winning. I've got the Minnesota winning with a confidence rating of eight. Come on, dude. I mean, Delvin Cook is scoring a ridiculous amount of fantasy points right now. Oh, I definitely think I Minnesota's going to win. I understand. It's. <laughs> I think it's... Chicago's got a stout defense, man, but it just no. doesn't matter against him. He runs good against everyone right now. He's the hottest running back in the league right now. He's hopefully going to carry me to a championship because the rest of my rosters, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I- fantasy relevant players. Um, him, Robinson's kind of a little bit hurt, so I think Mooney could have a pretty good game there. Um, Graham had a pretty good game last week. I think he could be a decent flex option this week. Agreed. Um, Minnesota's receivers are okay. Um, lukewarm on them. Plus, I believe Montgomery is supposed to be back. I don't think he's... I think he was in concussion protocol. I think he's coming back, though. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I, I picked Chicago, but I full, fully believe that Minnesota's going to win this game. Yeah, no, I, I'm very confident. Fairly, fairly confident, fairly confident with eight confidence points. Uh, and what about Delvin Cook? Should you play Delvin week. Cook? Oh, no, definitely let him ride the bench or trade yeah, him. Definitely trade him. <laughs> Come on. You should trade him to me. I'll give you uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, no, I don't think that's happening. Sorry. Got to shoot your Not shot. Not happening. You know? he, 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 yeah, he's definitely untradeable on my roster. No one's touching him. <laughs> All right, well, that was it for our game picks, which brings us to our next segment, which is the DFS DFS DraftKings Lightning Round. And there it is. All right, you got a lineup or just my No, I didn't do my lineup. I worked this weekend overnight, so I needed something to do. So I'll I'll do it then. So I guess (laughs) I guess I'm gonna have to scroll through my lineup and find one then. Yeah, find a good one. A good one, huh? Yeah, good one. Keep talking, Ron, because I haven't. Oh, JJ just sent his pick. So while you're looking for your lineup, I'm gonna run over JJ's picks real quick. Hold on, I'll do my lineup. My phone's about to die. All right. Oh, fine then. So my for my lineup this week, I am focusing heavily on that Jaguars Packers game. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Everett for the Rams at tight end, Robinson for the Jaguars, Chark, Rager because I think he's a cheap, excellent option, Carson. For Seattle, who might have to be changed out if he doesn't play, but I think he's a pretty good option if he does play. Lazard, because he's cheap, and I've got a lot of expensive players in this lineup. And the Dolphins, because they have a sneaky good defense. I understand that they're going up against Justin Herbert, but it's pretty good, and I'm looking to get a lot of points and hopefully win a lot of money this week. Um, what's your thoughts on that lineup? Didn't sound bad. Uh, you got the rogers Adam stack, which is could win you the mm-hmm. week right there. Um, it did sound yeah, like no you kidding. had a lot of big players, which is nice to be able to do. Uh, Rager, I think, is a good sneaky upside pick. Hopefully he doesn't get covered by James Bradbury all game. Yeah. Uh, someone else you could sub in there. I've already got Lazard in that lineup. Um, Ayuk is a pretty cheap option, too. Uh, someone else you could flex in this, but he's going to get a lot of time there with the uh, 49ers, especially playing a big role in there. Um for some reason, Ryan thinks Danny Amendola is going to do well this week. I don't believe so, but, you know, to his is his own. Um, I gave him really bad advice last week. Um, he still won regardless, so I guess we'll see going into this week. So, all right, let's get J.J.'s picks out there. J.J.'s picks, real quick, I'll just run through them all. Tonight, he's got Tennessee with a confidence point of four. He's got Cleveland over Houston, confidence point one. Detroit over Washington, confidence point ten. Green Bay over Jacksonville with confidence point of 14. Philadelphia over the Giants, confidence points of 7. Pittsburgh over Cincinnati, confidence point 6. Tampa. Yeah, so he's kind of on the same feeling with me. He doesn't. He's not very confident in this yeah. week. Tampa Bay at Carolina, confidence point 9. Las Vegas Raiders over Denver, confidence point 5. Miami over the Chargers. I'd, I wonder if he knows it's changed because he still has it under Jets on here too. And he's got it confidence points of 13. Um, I think we might give him a chance to edit that. Oh, no, he's not on the show. Don't, he, they're definitely playing the Jets. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> Forfeiture. He's Just also kidding. got Buffalo it. over Arizona, confidence points of two. Seattle over Rams, confidence point eight. New Orleans over San Francisco with 12. Baltimore yep. with New England with 11. Chicago over Minnesota with three. I think we have the exact same picks. That's nice, but I've got quite a bit different picks than all of you this week, yeah. so I'm either going to pull away or fall behind JJ this yeah. week. 
We will we? see. And I think Ryan's a loser and hasn't given his picks yet, correct? I, he may have given his picks, but it was so long ago, I'm not scrolling through all that. You know what? I, I guess we're done with the show. Sorry, Ryan, you're not getting your you're picks. You're not getting announced. your picks, which means you don't get any points, which means I'm guaranteed to pass you. <laughs> loser. All right. I am the waiver wire thief, and there's two losers not on, JJ and Ryan. You called it. <laughs> all right, this has been another amazing episode of how Seymour sees it, the fantasy football podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Please subscribe. If you're listening, where can you hear us Ron? Uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. a few other places. And where can you reach us at? I was getting to it. You keep interrupting me. I don't care. <laughs> well, you can reach me on Twitter at HSSI fantasy. You can reach Joe on Instagram at one fake honey badger. And I'm not giving you the two other losers things because they're not on here, so they don't matter to me right now. We'll give it to you another episode if they or are Or you on. can listen to if you send us other episodes where they were on and it's on there. I suppose, yeah. And then you can send any of us questions and we will answer them if we ever get any. Yeah. <laughs> so please, if you're listening, ask a question. We beg you. I'm begging you. For the love of God! <laughs> send us... Just one! All we want is one, please! If all of our listeners give us one, we will have three. <laughs> I love how three was the number I've chosen of how many listeners we have, even though I have zero ID uh, if any of us, anyone listens to this other than us. Anyway, cue that music. Cue that music! Ooh, that music. Boom.